Hello again, everybody. It's Jason Bowers. So we're going to talk about, well, I'm going to try to get this in real quickly. Not as uh, much on it today. A little cult will get us going. Get a little blood pumping. For those who like to do that little exercise stuff. So I'm going to turn it down here. So anyway, um, we're going to talk a little bit about Canada. We're going to talk about the convoys uh, that are rolling in Australia into Can Canterbury. Or Canberry. Um, a little snippet from George Soros, of course. Got to throw in a little of that. <clears throat> so, and Russell Brand, uh, talking about the pandemic. Uh, he's going over an article from... Uh, David Brooks, who is a total lefty shill now, uh, always was really, but uh, he pretended to be uh, conservative or uh, rational, um, which of course it's easy, it's easy to, to uh, quote unquote uh, look at these uh, pandemic numbers, and I guess I'll start there, um, the way, um, way that was presented. The way that was uh, presented to all of us was um, that the, um, that the pandemic. Uh, this is the why they're they're gonna they're gonna use this as their means why we should have a great reset. 2019 was actually a really good year in the United States and I think in many places around the world, but in particular from our economic standpoint, uh, the FBI uh, database on statistics on crime. Uh, put the United States. Uh, 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 the United States was um, the crime had been dropping for the last twenty years, and I've said this, and I've done the analysis. I ran the analysis in twenty twenty on crime statistics through twenty nineteen, because they were being they got reported in July of twenty twenty, and <clears throat> what what they had seen, and what the data showed, that during the Trump administration, crime had been going down. This happens when you, you know, protect your borders, uh, have less criminals coming into the country, um, arrests. But of course, the le the the Democrats can't stand that because you don't have a problem to to run against. But uh, they don't really run against it. They just they they want to be soft on crime. They made that their policy stance: defund the police. So. Uh, when you create a lot of stress, and psychologically speaking, I would say the pandemic created stress and stressors, uh, and uh, people became less functional, and of course, all these things interplay together. Um, this was this was predictable. What comes out of these statistics, and this is what happens when you uh, devolve a society. And um, so, I'm going to play a little bit of Russell Brand's uh, thing because it's just a, a snippet of what of what. He goes into, and I'm not going to play the whole thing. <clears throat> but what's happening now, and what's also been happening during that two years, is very interesting. New stories are emerging. Let's look at those now. In 2020, the number of miles Americans drove fell 30% because of the pandemic, but the number of traffic deaths rose by 7%. Why would Americans be driving so much more recklessly during the pandemic? But then in the first half of 2021, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, motor vehicle deaths were up 18.4% even over 2020. So there you go. That's just one causation. We had suicides increase, 
child suicides increasing. Um, sure, there's starvation. This is all due to the stress created by the lockdowns, by the masking, and all th- all courts, all sorts of things. Uh, the number of deaths in 2021 will be higher than they were in 2020 overall. This within a vac with this with a vaccine, and of course, uh, there is more than enough evidence to uh, to show that the vaccine, the vax, is causing these deaths. Of course, this is unapproved messaging, and it will get me a strike on YouTube. I don't care. Um, I will be proven right. Uh, I've looked at the data. I've looked at the analysis. I've looked at things that do not make sense because it couldn't be driven by a couldn't be driven by uh, the Delta variant um, because they, it happened in particular during August and September. Uh, we had a substantial stretch of time where we had deaths that were twelve to fifteen thousand per week higher than even during the uh, during uh, normal times and were comparable to the height of the pandemic in uh, 2020 with no vaccine and with a stronger variant. The alpha variant was supposed to have a higher mortality rate. Ergo, using logic, or at least reasonable logic, you could you should be able to figure out that if a weaker strain is floating around and you still ha- and you're still having higher death totals, either it's do it's either and and we have a vaccination rate which was above uh, 50%, well over 50%. We reached 50% vaccination amongst 18-year-olds or old, older in May of 2021, late May, May 29th. I've looked at the statistics, I've looked at the data sets that the CDC puts out. Do I uh, do I truly believe those data sets? No, but it's the only thing I have to go for or only thing I have to go off of. Um, this is what they reported. I've been downloading it on a fairly regular basis and I created a tool to measure it based upon the United States and every other state uh, to see if there was any variation uh, year over year. I'm measuring deaths, measuring heart uh, disease, respiratory disease, number of factors. Eventually I'm going to put this into a data set or a permanent data set when I get the 2021 statistics fully um, on board. More about probably another month away from getting all the deaths that are going to be reported in 2021 um, incorporated in this. The reason why is if people look back and they realize that um, even with a even with a substantial amount of the population vac- vaccinated, and I'm going to measure it based upon state-by-state state vaccination levels, and then we'll do a critical analysis of that, do a linear regression, I, I will... I will probably be able to prove or certainly be able to look at the p-values and look at the the correlation there linear correlation between states and determine whether uh, there was any correlation between vaccine vaccine percentages at, at a certain time and the number of overall deaths in the state and if I get it down to the district level I will I certainly can get that uh, level of detail on a county level and if I do that, then we'll be able to further break down that analysis. So, anyway, point being here is that the the whole situation with this uh, rise is tied to a, a simple equation, problem, reaction, solution. Uh, the globalists have provided the problem. They created this crisis. They created the, the, 
Uh, you can blame uh, Xi. You can blame for the propaganda. They imported this in. They used the lockdowns and the mask. The masks do not work. The masks are the thing that is one of the primary control mechanisms that causes stress. Lower oxygen. You may have maybe maybe one of the reasons why you're having more deaths on the road. Motor vehicles on the roads. You have people in such a, a disturbed or um, <clears throat> a, a controlled state that... Uh, you know they're not paying attention to things that they would. They're highly in a highly stressful, agitated situation. Plus, you have other things that are out there. So, to move on to uh, more positive news, uh, there's this uh, rebel news is a, a good. Um, I'll say this: they're at least a positive counterbalance to the mainstream narrative. Uh, I'm not saying they do the best. Uh, well, when I say I don't say they do the best. They're feel-goody. They're looking for stories that make a difference, but that's good, you know. Balanced news isn't. It would certainly be a benefit. Truthful talking. He. They do a lot of on-the-street reporting, which is um, typical, but on-the-street reporting that is, uh, you know, they they don't censor the person. They they portray as much as possible what the the actual situation is. So we'll play a little of this because I think it's. It's indicative of both the fun and it's also showing a place down, showing down under. So here we go. <laughs> Mom, you've got to stop being a tyrant. <laughs> How do you feel hearing when they tell now, especially in Canada, but even here in Melbourne, when they tell these rallies are just full of white supremacist ex- extremists? Oh, it's a load of garbage. You guys certainly fit the profile. It brought tears to my eyes. Goosebumps all over my body. It's like, I think the best thing is, it's the connection, it's the unity. People are coming together. People are loving each other. Love thy neighbour. We're coming back together and everyone's treating each other like family. And since everyone else is just too busy blaming each other for like, oh my god, like you haven't been vaccinated yet or you haven't done this. It's just like, stop. Love each other. Support each other. End the division. No more division. That's the media dividing us. And we're too busy fighting each other and not the main problem who divided us in the first place. So enough, enough's enough. It's time to unite, stand together with your brothers and sisters, take back our country and make amazing changes for our future. Do you like how they're, they're also the fact checkers? <laughs> fact checkers. <laughs> they're all paid for and they're, they're only opinion makers. They're not... Checking any facts. White supremacists, extremists, Nazis, whatever. You guys really need to stop with that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, have fun, all right? Behave yourselves. Four years ago, I had a heart and double lung transplant. Um, And now I'm down here protesting for the fact that beautiful people are waiting on the list. They have been approved on the list to have a heart, lung, kidney, whatever transplant it is, have now been removed from the transplant list if they're not vaccinated. And I think that's just criminal. Who gets to play? Why do they get to play God with people's lives? Yeah, why do they get to play God? So that's a a smattering or a, a short sample of what's going on down there. Um, the, the thing is, is the, they're they're trying to fight back as best they can, considering Australia is basically a prison state now. There's a video that got put up by the mainstream media, as, is a, or as we say, the the lying media. Uh, let me pull this up real quick. As a matter of fact, I should have probably put a, put this in in amongst everything else that I had. But okay, we'll we'll get there. 
uh, the idea is is uh, so Australia, Western Australia, um, decided to put this little little evil situation out, which is just oh my god, I can't believe I heard this. So here, here we go. Let me see here. The second to uh, to do. West Australian parents who are unvaccinated will be banned from seeing their own sick children in the state's hospitals under the new strict laws drawn up by Premier Mark McGowan. The tough new rules will come into play from January 31. Only those with exemptions from the vaccine or under compassionate grounds, including end-of-life visits, will be allowed to step inside the hospitals, which includes visiting their own kids. What we have known for some time is that from January 31 the measures will be ramped up even more we also know that the one thing the premiers and the prime minister for that matter have been united on is the need to get vaccinated so it becomes the yeah the need to get vaccinated they're still hustling this this is the most dangerous bunch of people on the face of the earth and they don't even know it or if they do know it then that makes them i mean i guess what's that's what makes them evil <laughs> yeah I, Either they're totally stupid shills, which they are. They're unqualified to, you know, be pushing and hustling this stuff. But um, we already know that. and just discussed it. So next up is Angelus, uh, I can't pronounce, uh, East2A. Uh, this is a, um, what's a German, a German uh, engineer, civil engineer. So I'm going to play this little clip uh, she had from Australia. I'm assuming gender. Uh, I didn't ask. So anyway, here we go. deny it yeah there's um so yeah it's a uh, quite um quite beautiful to have all these uh people standing up and talking so here's here's something about the money that's going to the Campaign, which they're trying to seize. How, how long will this go? Is it till you get what you want? Well, it's going to be summer soon, right? So right now, yeah, it's really cold, but we hang in there. The days are going to get longer. We can take this block party and put it in overdrive, have some dancing outside in the heat. You know, so we're we're in this for a long time. Uh, More than two weeks. The thing is, with trucks, it's interesting uh, because uh, they're designed they're designed to be on the road, especially the long haul ones. For an indefinite period of time, as long as you keep fuel in them, they can sit there for weeks and months. And now we have, I don't know, eight million dollars. Uh, eight. It's probably over eight point five now. 
So eight million dollars worth of fuel. So uh, 2023, 2024. I guess we can do it. Okay. Unfortunately, GoFundMe is a shitty platform, and they they have a tendency to seize seize people's uh, good donations. So, uh, actually, to toggle back to Russell Brand, he talked about charitable giving is down in the United States and around the world. I don't think that's the case. I think that's a false. I think whatever whoever David Brooks cites there is full of it. I think people's uh, donations have gone up. It's just not done the way charitable donations are not being going to charities because we find out that the charity hustle usually involves giving money, paying to make sure somebody gets a job who is not really providing the charitable contributions to the people that they say they like and love so much. Uh, it's being used as a as what trust and foundations do. I mean, Gates, he doesn't, he's just using his uh, foundation as a, uh, uh, way to seize uh, gra- uh, use ga- uh, grants to control scientists to to perform uh, uh, experiments and uh, develop technologies that he can profiteer off of by back uh, paying uh, buying the stock of companies that these uh, scientists uh, will uh, soon uh, buy into. So it's all a money hustle, and uh, of course it helps that the the foundations and trusts are tax exempt and. Um, yeah, it's all it's all crap. These are average ordinary people, and the media will demonize these people if they even so much as miscount a penny, and it goes to the wrong thing. Which, of course, you know there is overhead, and I bet you their overhead on this would be less than ten percent. Most of it will go directly to the truckers, and uh, when I say overhead, it'll just be it depends upon who the person is that runs it. There's always somebody who's a grifter. Yes. That does happen in many cases. There's been many stories, especially in, what would you say, the entertainment business of uh, managers who wind up being nothing but shysty people who steal money from the actual hard work of the acts. Um, that's why it's always careful to know who you're getting in business with, um, and they should be truthful and somebody you know, and you should vet them very vigorously in order to achieve your goals. The same way with this. But these are just average people. You can tell that. The way they dress, the way they talk, uh, the way they they are uh, amongst each other. Uh, I just hope that the, they uh, have, uh, they found some uh, honest lawyer <laughs> who uh, can set up some kind of way uh, to expedite that uh, information. But of course, Canada is of course very, they see this as a threat to their you know, power, of course, you know, especially Justin Trudeau, no, Mr. I came up with a little, I, they got to do a, I'm going to do the no, no power for you meme, uh, here in a second, because I think that's a, he's such a evil person as far as I'm concerned. 
So to move it along, uh, actually, I might as well play a little clip from Mr. Uh, well, Mr. E Dr. Evil himself. Xi Jinping has done his best to dismantle Deng Xiaoping's achievements. He brought private companies established under Deng under the control of the CCP and undermined the dynamism that used to characterize them. Rather than letting private enterprise blossom, Xi Jinping introduced his own China dream that can be summed up in two words, total control. That has had disastrous consequences. Yeah, well, I, as I said, um, I even wrote down a little a comment. I said, yeah, it's quite interesting when one psychopath talks about another sociopath's grander power and, and uh, greater power and grand design, grander design desires. God, I can't even talk this morning. Jealousy, not fear, drives this. You know, between him, uh, I mean, talking about Soros, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, they've been doing business to support G for you know years of uh, years uh decades in china in general but xi's been in power since 2012 while getting a war uh quote reset going as well with uh, the united states they want to play us off each other the globalists do and they want their death merchants they're trying to get between war and ca catastrophic events because uh globalists these evil people they profiteer off of death and destruction and they don't want harmony. They want disharmony. That's why they always introduce the problems, which is one of the reasons why I, I, while I agree Russell Brand's been doing great work, he could, he should have positioned his uh, situation on this particular uh, thing uh, in terms of non, understanding that, uh, for example, that probably many places um, crime had been down. And, and, of course, there are places in the world that crime escalates. This is what happens when you don't have borders. You don't have governments who care about their people. And when you have evil World Economic Forum pinheads running these places, this is what you're going to get. So, anyway, that's just me being, uh, I guess, a little bit upset with uh, this whole concept that they've kind of um, brand put together. Uh, uh, <laughs> Go this morning. I kind of I didn't really uh, do an, a lot of extra prep, but I think it's because I I think uh, it's important to just do this pretty quickly. It's great to see Australia uh, Australia joining the group. It's great to see all these countries who have truckers who finally realize that they're playing the only card they can play, and their only card is their labor, um, which is quite interesting. Why um, you've got cartoonists out there that are labeling trucks fascist or fascism on the side of the trucks. This was from the Washington Post. One of the most, you know, I guess you could say, um, wrong-headed way to look at this. But this is the way the government feels about their people, um, of course, because they have to control this. And for those out there who say, well, you know, you know, why is Elon Musk involved in this? And why is Elon Musk supporting this? He's supporting because he wants to get he wants to get rid of truckers. He wants autonomous driving. He wants uh, autonomous trucks. They're working on this. I worked at a, I directly worked for a corporation TRW Z, ZF TRW, which is uh, I can't even pronounce the German part of that. Uh, I could look it up and I'm sure I could have it pronounce it, but 
the point being is is uh, they consolidated in uh, 2015 was the year they uh, came together to form the largest uh, one of the largest automotive tier one suppliers in the world. It's like 35 to 40 billion dollar deal at the time. I'm sure they're worth a lot more than that, but the supplies that we worked on in particular were truck uh, steering columns. And they were working towards uh, eliminating that steering column or making, uh, they were working on autonomous uh, trucks, which they were, you know, proud to present uh, along with guys like Elon Musk that are doing the same thing. They st- they want to get rid of the truckers. They want to get rid of all of us in terms of manual labor. Um, they see it, they see technocracy as the way to go. They are so sorely misplaced in their thinking about this. Yes, you can have things working in a, a, a plant that uses robotics and it's good for a, a lot of things. But there aren't enough people to manage the, the, the systems. There aren't enough people that are proficient in, in, in building the technologies and maintaining the technologies to do this. Of course, they want. that's the reason why they're moving towards artificial intelligence. And they're going to tell me that they can find, they're going to make, find machines that can fix machines and they're going to cut us out of the system. I don't see this as a, I don't see this, I see this as catastrophic, uh, the way they think that they can make this all work. But that's the reason why they want to get rid of as many of us as possible, so they won't have any obstacles in their way. Uh, at least that's a, that's the way I see their final agenda. That is a conspiracy, but I think that's probably pretty much where they're going with all this. Uh, they will, they will deny it and they'll say well that's the reason why you can't own anything because you know we need to we need to control everything around you the sooner people get turned on to this concept the the more likely it is they can fight back against it which is what these people are doing i think they're very well aware of this the they they know they've heard all about the great reset all about this build back better and they know that they don't have any place in that in that new new concept that klaus schwab keeps on hustling and he's working with Xi Jinping to come up with the control system to make it all work. Anyway, that's uh, that's uh, pretty much where I'm at. I'm going to close out early today. I uh, figure I uh, hit some high points, and I think that's what we should be doing. Trying to come up with uh, you know, quick, quicker broadcasts. But uh, for those who listen, I hope you guys have a, a good... Um, Good Tuesday ahead. Tomorrow's going to be Groundhog Day. We'll get to see if Joe Biden comes out of his uh, basement and and talks about, you know, whatever comes on his little brain. Um, I think we've uh, seen what we can see in terms of what we're going to get here coming in the future. Uh, The Beijing Games is starting, which I am boycotting. I'm going to try to do it in my own little way. So I'm going to go back and uh, find video clips and I'm going to start doing some background on some uh, athletes but very cursory um, over the next month I'm going to mainly just post on my website things that are just tied to the game, the Beijing games uh, not Beijing games I mean uh, boycotting it and I'm going to tie it to the the Montreal games the Mosque, uh, the 1980 games at Lake Placid uh, 1984 in Los Angeles Seoul the whole shit, the whole kit and caboodle. Um, not just summer games, winter games. 
I, I'll be honest, I remember the winter games more than I remember the summer games. Because usually summertime, I was out doing whatever it was I was doing. The winter games, you're inside, and you spend more time watching it. But I, you know, I know who Carl Lewis was, and uh, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, and the various athletes. But um, it'll be interesting because I'm hoping that I can get some help on that, um, creating it. I'm going to work on a book this month. I just let that throw that out there. Um, work on finishing it. I'm going to have a lot of information to include. So God bless the United States of America. God save the world. Support those Canadian truckers. Hong Kong. <laughs>